Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, pump the brakes. Owning a car just isn't a part of our reality. Why so many young drivers are feeling neutral about getting behind the wheel and how it's changing the license ritual. Then later in She Made It, a deodorant disruptor. I had so much confidence in this product. I just went for it. How this entrepreneur found success thanks to her stick-to-it attitude. Plus, Hank Azaria live in Studio 1A, pitching his new show about timeshares on the moon. And in today's food, the Pantry Awards. Pasta, pretzels, even a quick pick-me-up. Some must-have items to add to our shopping list. Today, Friday, February 24th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today for a Friday. Friday. We made it. Got our sister Jill Martin, our cousin Jacob Soberoff. The other gang is off. Everybody ready for the weekend? Yes, sir. Yes, very ready. (laughs) Not a moment too soon. That's right. And we got a lot to talk about this hour. We're going to start with that courtroom drama down in South Carolina. I think everybody was riveted watching this yesterday. Alec Murdoch, the former high-powered attorney, taking the stand in his own defense, standing accused of killing his wife and son. We've got NBC's Katie Beck live outside the courthouse. Katie, good morning. Good morning, Al. Alec Murdoch wasting no time on the stand, admitting that he lied to investigators, but maintaining that he never killed his wife and son. Now, the defense wants to paint him as a family man who was suffering from a serious drug addiction, but the prosecution is saying he's a con man who used his status in the community to lie, cheat, steal, and murder. I am going to testify. After weeks of witness testimony about him, the jury finally hearing directly from Alec Murdoch in his own words. I did lie to them. Under oath, Murdoch admitting he misled investigators about being at the crime scene just minutes before his wife Maggie and son Paul were brutally murdered. Murdoch blaming an opioid addiction, which he says made him paranoid and distrust in state authorities. Once I lied, I continued to lie. But through hours of tearful testimony, often referring to his son by the nickname Paul Paul, he maintained he had nothing to do with the murders. I did not kill Maggie. I did not kill Paul. I would never hurt Maggie. And I would never hurt Paul. Ever. Under any circumstances. Murdoch also admitting that during the investigation into the murders and into his alleged financial crimes, he tried to hire his cousin in a botched hit job to cash in on $12 million in life insurance. What was the end goal in your, that you wanted to accomplish? I meant for him to shoot me so I'd be gone. On cross-examination, the state quickly targeting his earlier admission on the witness stand of being at the kennels the night of the murders. All this time later, this is the first time you've ever said that. Yes, sir. Prosecutors trying to establish Murdoch as a member of an elite family who used his standing in the community, including carrying a badge with him, to get favorable treatment from law enforcement. 
They also accused him of stealing millions of dollars from former clients to fuel a wealthy lifestyle. I stole money that was not my money. I misled people that I shouldn't have misled, and I did wrong. How many times have you practiced that answer before your testimony today? Prosecutors who said Murdoch's motive for murder was an attempt to cover up those financial crimes, appearing to be frustrated by his repeatedly vague responses. You can't tell us one conversation you have with any of these people when you look them in the eye and convince them that you are doing them right, that you are telling the truth. That's not true, Mr. Waters. Katie, when you listen to some of these analysts that are following the trial, they're saying it was a very risky decision for the defense to put Murdoch on the stand. Did this help his case? What are folks saying there? And what was the feeling inside the courtroom yesterday? Well, the most bruising part of the cross-examination, we haven't gotten to yet. He's going to get back up on that stand. They're going to get to the questions that get to the heart of this case, the murder. They spent a lot of time on financials yesterday, so it's really early to tell exactly how this thing in totality will play out. But I will say this. The jury was captivated. They were riveted by everything Alec Murdoch was saying on the stand yesterday. A lot of nodding. And during those emotional moments when Murdoch was just falling apart, you could see a lot of sympathy, a lot of empathy. There were actually tears in a few jurors' eyes. And at one point, one juror that was sitting kind of near the witness box slid a tissue box toward Murdoch. Um, That's pretty telling. Those are pretty telling signs that the jury was feeling what he was saying up there yesterday. Like I said, he hasn't sort of reached the apex of those questions yet of the hard, the hard stuff that may be yet to come. And he will be back on the stand this morning facing more cross-examination. We expect it could take the good part of the day. The defense says they have a few more witnesses after this, uh, and then they will rest their case. Guys. All right. Katie Beck, thanks so much for following this. We know you're going to stay on it all day long. We appreciate it. Thanks, Katie. All right. And now we're going to take a turn to a new trend. It used to be a teenage rite of passage. You rush to get your driver's license. I, I mean, we were all there. Oh, yeah. As soon as you were eligible. The second I could do it, I did it. But you know what, though? <laughs> not anymore. Gen Z, not as excited about hitting the road. A lot of young people are deciding to skip the license altogether. Watch this. Watch out for the bike whip! Oops, my bad. Remember when getting your license was the most exciting part about being a teen? Are you going to take me somewhere to make left-hand turns? We're going back to the DMV. But these days, it seems teens and 20-somethings aren't in any rush to get into the driver's seat. Federal data shows only a quarter of 16-year-olds have their driver's licenses, about half as many as in the mid-90s. Stats true today for 16-year-old boys as well as girls. Experts say this trend is due in part to the popularity of ride-sharing apps and e-scooters, as well as social media replacing in-person get-togethers. According to one survey, 61% of teens between 13 and 17 prefer texting or using social media over actually talking in person. Since COVID, many Gen Zers like New Yorker Aliyah Tejeda are working from home, making getting a license less necessary. She says even signing up for driver's ed would break her bank. It's like $500 just for like three lessons. And that's part of the problem. It's too expensive, right? It's way too expensive. Even if I were able to afford a car note on top of my rent, do I have money for insurance? Absolutely not. Nationwide driving schools report teens are foregoing licenses not just in cities where public transport's easier, but in less populated areas too. 23-year-old Madison Morgan grew up in rural Washington state and still doesn't have a license. Driving is honestly just very anxiety-inducing. When I would practice with my parents, a lot of times it would end in tears. 
Now working in Seattle, she takes the bus to work, but says her parents still beg her to learn how to drive so she can have more options career-wise. They want me to get a license so that if I ever wanted to move, that I wouldn't be as limited. But why would I want to have my own car when I can just like go on an app and someone else in their car can just drive me around? You're a virgin who can't drive. Oh, that was way harsh, Ty. Let's face it, what used to be the ultimate put-down now worn as a badge of honor among young people. No license, no problem. Owning a car just isn't a part of our reality. Wow. You get it, right? I mean, I understand why they do it, most importantly because it's so expensive out there right now. Yeah. But at some point, I think they're going to want cars. I mean, just for the license, just to have the... Like my daughter, Leela, she's 24. She doesn't have a license. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, my stepdaughter is getting her license now, actually. She's 16 and very excited living in Boston. Wow. Do you remember your first cars? Oh, absolutely. What was uh, it? It was a 1964 Black Dodge, Dodge Dart. This one? With a push-button... It wasn't that Wow! Exact, with a push-button automatic transmission. It was my neighbor car. I, I mowed a lawn for him all through high school, and he had it in his driveway and gave it to me as a graduation. That's What's amazing. serious game in that car? <laughs> what did you right? have? Well, I used to have, unfortunately, I totaled it, but I had a red Cherokee Jeep and um, oh, wow. like like this That's one, if it were complete. Did it have paneling okay. on the inside? Like wood but, no, this, <laughs> no, it didn't have the wood paneling, but I actually failed my written test and my driver's test. I mean, Congratulations. When, they, when they were Congratulations. doing the thing, I said, I said, do you have the right grid? And my dad was hysterical in the background. It was devastating. What about you? I loved driving my mom's old Volvo. That was the car oh. that I loved to drive the oh, most. Volvo. And uh, I crashed another one of her cars. Uh, Mom, sorry, I love you very much. <laughs> Obviously, she it's, loves you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, coming up next, free money. Now that we've got your attention, we're going to share four simple strategies to help you build up the bank account. Then later, you want to talk about your sweat equity. Mm. Jill going (laughs) to introduce us to the successful entrepreneur who made her own deodorant company. Well, she certainly is making dollars and cents. Third hour today. See what you did there, Mr. Roker. at all. (laughs) Oh, nice. (laughs) You guys. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are golden retrievers. Which means Tubi is more popular than using meat-flavored toothpaste. More popular than never figuring out what W-A-L-K spells. More popular than kicking your leg when a human rubs your belly just right. Tubi. It's more popular than golden retrievers. See you in there. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
All right, everybody, we're back with the latest installment of our personal finance series, Money Made Easy. This morning, we got some strategies to earn, you like it, free money. <laughs> Who doesn't want free money? Uh, joining us today is CNBC Select's Kristen O'Keefe. Merrick, welcome. Hi, good All right, to see you. So free money. Who yeah. doesn't? Again? Well, listen, free is an interesting word, but we're going to go with it today. <laughs> um, so we're going to start with retirement funds. And, and I get a lot of glazed looks when I talk about retirement funds, but this is specific to your employer accounts, things like 401ks and 403bs. Making consistent contributions to these is really crucial because what happens is when you make a contribution to a 401k, that money goes in tax-free meaning it actually reduces the amount of money that you pay in taxes, which obviously is a huge win. The secondary part of 401k contributions is that in most cases, your company is actually going to give you a match, hence the free money part of the segment, Mm -hmm. right? So essentially, if you don't contribute to your 401k, then your company does not match, and then you miss out on that compensation. And you should go as high as possible. I would you love can, for yeah. you to go as high as possible. It's about $22,000 a year if you're under the age of 50. Um, trying to get that entire uh, contribution in is really important. Here's the thing about con- contributions. I get this a lot. Hey, Kristen, I don't, con- I don't contribute to my 401k because <clears throat> my company doesn't match. I don't care. Right. I don't care if your company doesn't match. I still want you to make these contributions because it reduces your taxes and you also are saving for retirement, which clearly you need to do. And it's off the top, so you won't see exactly. it. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly right. What about cre- credit cards, Chris? Okay. So my disclaimer always on credit cards um, is that you should not be using... You should not be using credit cards for points if you carry large balances. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is only if you are a savvy, smart credit card holder. But number one is understanding what your card provides for you. Does it give you airline points? Does it give you reward points? Does it give you cash back? You mm-hmm. need to know. Does it actually suit you? Okay. So if you're someone who receives a bunch of airline points and never gets on an airplane, yeah. then you need to think about changing and, and modifying your card. Mm-hmm. So perhaps thinking about opening a new card. Right. Now I want to be very clear about opening a new card. You don't just willy nilly open cards for no reason. You want to make sure you do the research and you look for the card that makes sense for your life. Mm-hmm. I want you to look for things like fees. And I want to make sure that this card suits your life. Right. And then the last thing is actually using the points. Actually use them. Actually use them <laughs> because that's what happens. You accumulate them and then you don't use them. And do them. they have like expiration points? Generally, no. But a lot of times people just kind of forget right. and they don't use them when they move their car. You know, it's, yeah. it's kind of it's ridiculous. It gets a little messy. Okay. Yeah. Kristen, yeah. you mentioned opening a card. What about opening a bank account? Yeah. Okay. Opening a bank account be a good thing for you? So it's funny. I have been using the same bank for 20 years and I don't really like them. Um, and <laughs> well, why don't you open a new bank account? <laughs> I know. This is my point. This is why I'm here today. Um, and so if you're one, if you're like me and yeah. you don't like your bank, why don't you consider browsing around for other banks? Because there's a lot of incentives these days for opening new accounts. There's actually cash incentives. So you can go to a bank what and do you they, mean? Will, they will give you money to open a new bank account. Like how much oh. money are we talking? Ooh, 200 bucks. You'd be 200, careful. I, know, I, almost, I almost fell. 200 you got to open a bank account today. We're going to fall. Um, 200 bucks, 300 bucks, something like that, which is not nothing, that's right? That's pretty it's good. Real oh. money. So that's part one. The other thing is that obviously now we can park our money in high yield savings accounts, things like that. I want you to understand what the perks are for opening these accounts. But I also want to make sure that you understand that there are sometimes fees associated with these bank accounts and you have to be very thoughtful about them. But getting money up front for opening a checking account isn't a bad thing. But pay attention to those fees. And lastly, you say interest is back. There's no more 0% interest. What does yeah. that mean? Okay. What do you need to know about that? The interest dance. So, yeah, I, I have an interest dance. So, so for 20 years, probably, we've been living in a world with really no interest. So you park your money in, a, in your bank account and you almost receive virtually no interest on that. Well, in a world now that we're living in where inflation is up, 
rates are up. And so now we can actually park our money in vehicles and earn somewhere between three and 4% just by having them in either a high yield savings account or things like that. So I want you to think about if you're sitting on cash, where it's sitting and if it's earning you money, mm-hmm. and then maybe being strategic about where that money is going to go, right? Here's the thing, though. There's a few different types of accounts. There's high-yield savings accounts, mm-hmm. and then there's things like CDs, certificates of deposit. Right, right. CDs are tricky because they tie your money up. You can't well, basically, you got to find the re- read the fine print. you got to read the fine print. You, gotta, you don't want your money locked up. Um, look around. All these different bank accounts these days are offering different variable rates. Rates are variable. They go up and down. So be careful about that. When rates go up, you may earn more. When rates go down, you earn less. And again, fine print. we got to read the fine print. Kristen, so, uh, thank you so much. It's great, great to, to see you. Guys. you. Have fun Good opening your bank you. account today. Guys, for <laughs> all these tips, head to CNBC.com slash select to learn more. And coming up in She Made It, we'll meet a woman who made a dream to make a better deodorant. How she built her own company from scratch. And then later... Woohoo! Hank Azaria is here live. We'll talk some Simpsons, his new series, and more. We'll be right back. Is that a new dance? Uh, look at us. We see you, Hank. We see you. <laughs> Guys, good to see you. I almost, I almost. All right, we got Jill pulling double duty this morning because she has sensational. She made it for us today. Sensational. Uh-huh. I got it. All right. I want to introduce you to Sarah Moray, a founder who's constantly hustling, never taking no for an answer, and now enjoying the sweet smell of success. I was a little embarrassed at first, even, to tell people that I was doing this because it felt like such a diversion from this finance career that I had built for myself. But I had so much confidence in this product. I just went for it. Sarah Moray knows firsthand that transitioning to a natural deodorant, well, stinks. What made you want to get into the deodorant business? This was 2018. I was trying to make the switch to cleaner products. Your skin is your biggest organ. What goes on goes in. I am very active. At the time, I was running marathons. Always go, go, go. And by noon, I sunk. <laughs> so I kept going back to the antiperspirant and could not find anything that worked for me. After nearly a decade working in finance and venture capital, with $12,000 from her savings, Sarah decided to problem solve. I did some Googling, found a team of formulators that had formulated deodorants in the past and had some experience with clean and natural ingredients. And we worked together for almost a year formulating our first deodorant product. Sarah went all in on Curie, launching their stick deodorant in 2019. At the beginning of an entrepreneurship, you're everything. You're the photographer, you make the product, you were doing everything, right? I did an online Adobe Illustrator class, like I think three hours, and then designed our packaging. I designed our website myself. I really was doing our marketing, our operations, our finance. Curie was just over one year old when the COVID pandemic hit. People stopped buying deodorant at the beginning of the lockdown. Our sales really off a cliff. And so that was a moment where I just had to pivot and act quickly. And we were already working on our hand sanitizer formula. We launched it in May and we sold over 100,000 bottles of hand sanitizer within the first two months. That saved the business. Sarah built the Curie brand to an entire line of personal care products, from stick and spray antiperspirants to body wash and body oil. Tell me about Shark Tank. The call came at a very inopportune time, right? 
I applied to be on Shark Tank a year prior, got a no, they encouraged me to apply again, and so I did. They basically told me, you're on call if we have extra slots this season. So sure enough, I was hiking on a Sunday with my husband when I got a phone call from the producers saying, hey, Sarah, can you be here at four o'clock? You're like, I'm in workout clothes. I stink. I'm on my way. (laughs) It's very on brand, but my husband and I just flew down the mountain. We sped home, used our full body spray deodorant as like my pseudo shower. I did my makeup for Shark Tank in the passenger seat of a car. I got to the set and boom, I was standing on the floor of Shark Tank pitching the sharks. Today, Curie can be found online, at major retailers, and inside the locker rooms of popular fitness studios like Equinox and SoulCycle. You called yourself delusionally optimistic. I feel like that's a thread that every entrepreneur shares. Meaning, if you're not delusionally optimistic, how are you going to get other people to be? Yeah, I mean, I have watched enough of your segments, Jill, to know that I'm not the only one. Entrepreneurship is really hard. And if I had given up at any of those points where I totally could have, I wouldn't have a business. I wouldn't be sitting here today. So you really have to have that unwavering belief in yourself and your business and knowing that at this point, there is nothing that my team and I can't handle. Like bring it on. And I think that comes with a little bit of delusional optimism. (laughs) I love that delusional optimism. Well, Curie, if you're wondering, is named after the legendary female scientist Marie Curie, who was the only person, Al knew this, to win a Nobel Prize in two separate fields. And here are some of the products here if you want to check them out. Um, They are in all types of stores now. Mm -hmm. I should say they're a little pricier because of what they provide, but she says they last a long time. However, Jill does not use the deodorant because you don't use deodorant. It's unbelievable. She disclosed to us in the commercial break. She just doesn't smell. She also, in fact, my brother, too, does not smell and does not use deodorant. And both of them have actually no sense of smell and no friends. Uh, And I'd like to disclose I smell. And someone who definitely doesn't stink coming up. That's right. Hank Azaria. Nicely done. That's right. He, <laughs> he is done. here. Love how we brought that all the way through. <laughs> Hank Azaria is here to wow. sell us on one of his out-of-this-world new shows. And we are going to talk timeshares on the moon. Then later, the best of the best when it comes to pantry staples, from sauces to snacks, the items you're going to want to add to your grocery list. Third hour of today, we'll be back in just moments. Never That's say no anything good. to This morning, we're catching up with six-time Emmy Award-winning actor Hank Azaria. He played the scene-stealing Agador Spartacus (laughs) in the 1996 film The Birdcage. Amazing. Amazing. And for more than 30 years, Hank has been voicing over 100 characters on The Simpsons, including favorites like Moe and Professor Love it. And now, of course, you can catch him in the new series, Hello Tomorrow. It's about a group of traveling sales associates hawking timeshares on the moon. (laughs) Hank plays Eddie, a gambling addicted sales guy who welcomes a new recruit to the team. Morning, morning. Good to see you. Good morning. Good to see you. Nice. So, I got so captivated by my own by work yourself. that I got to Do you enjoy it. watching your, your own stuff? It's a love-hate relationship. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. I enjoyed that little clip there. Uh, so what is it What is it that attracted you about playing Eddie? Uh, really, the, well, it was a fun idea. This series is crazy. But really, Billy Crudup, I love him personally and professionally and the, the chance to work with him. And he's, he's a, 
amazing in this show. Truly incredible. The deal is, so each of you has these ideas for pitching properties on the moon, right? Yes. Um, but with your character, Eddie, what's his pitch? What's his story? Well, Eddie is a gambling addict um, who's got a lot of problems, money problems and other problems. And so he's just good at BSing and he happens to, he can sell anything, finds himself sucked in by Billy Crudup's character selling these condos on the moon in this strange retro alternative uni- universe future that we live in there. And Billy is your poker buddy. Yes. Do you? In real you, life. Right. In real life. And so you guys hang out in off time and you're talking about this or what do you guys talk about when you're out there playing poker? Not this too much. We haven't seen him at the card table uh, in a while. He's been busy producing the show and, and winning Emmys for other shows. Uh, but, um, no, we, you know, the poker table is just for... Just for playing. There's not much showbiz talk at, the, at mm-hmm. the poker table. It's a lot of teasing each other and laughing. You know, when I first met you, your son was so young. He was four years mm. old, Hal. Yes, little Hal. And now he's 13. I can't believe it. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, there look he how was. Cute. Yes. Oh, at the baseball game. So what is your, when he was little, you used to tell me that he didn't like when you did his voice, when you did your voices. And he used to say, Dad, just read normal yes. when you read the books. <laughs> but now he likes it with all the voices? Now, now he's into, well, he likes to control it. When, I, when he was little... If the voice was too scary, like da 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 da, and uh, I know. And now he, I'm, I still read to him. We're reading the the Earthsea trilogy by Ursula K. Le Guin. Highly recommend it. Amazing, mm-hmm. kind of a precursor to Harry Potter. It was mm-hmm. amazing. And so uh, I like to uh, to do the voices for him still. That's amazing. He's starting he like- to ca- some of the voices are actually Simpsons voices, which is ah. like I, I used to read him the Wizard, Wizard of, of Oz, Oz, Frank Baum, and in what voice? Well, like, for some reason, the scarecrow was motivated. <laughs> and then he got older. He was like, hey. He's like, that's the scarecrow voice. I'm like, no, actually, that was Mo before he was ever Does scarecrow. he watch The Simpsons now and get it? He does. I think he gets it. Um, he's got other, you know, he's into, like, like Rick and Morty is more oh, speed. Yeah. But that's fine. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's, it almost occurs to me now at this moment, because having grown up watching so many cartoons, you are this generation's Mel Blanc. Uh, mm, who did, that's correct. Who I did, want to get that in writing from you, Alan. That's right. Who did hundreds of voices on Warner Brothers cartoons and others. But, but when you go about your day do you hear these voices in your head as you're you know walking around and (laughs) and maybe slip into them uh first of all no one will ever be another mel blank let me make that clear he he was in a class by himself uh i used to a lot i used to like narrate my day before i think i had a professional outlet i would be constantly i guess auditioning for someone who wasn't even there and, uh, you know, Jim Brockmeyer, the baseball announcer. Yeah. Oh, love Jim. I will occasionally break into that because it's good for narrating your day if you're bored. <laughs> Zaria sitting here at the Today Show. Not much to say. Looking at Jill Martin. Oh, She's looking so wonderful as always. Tell, Jim Brockmeyer is, tell, tell, tell folks who he is. Uh, Jim Brockmeyer is a baseball announcer. Check him out on Hulu. Four seasons. Uh, He's very dysfunctional, had a nervous breakdown on the air, drank a little bit too much, shared a little bit too much about his uh, intimate personal life, and got fired. And um, But still gave the count, you know. <laughs> had horrible problems with some terrible people as Johnson swings and misses a breaking ball one and two. Can we just do this the rest of the show? <laughs> yeah. In fact, in fact, as we we want to yeah. first of all, Hank, we we want to thank you. But could you could you take us to to break uh, as one of your characters? Yeah. Uh, there there it is. On Let's go as comic book guy. I would say uh, worst segment ever. No. <laughs> 
No? No. I mean, well, he I, can't say best segment ever. He doesn't sure, he doesn't best. Best. So just keep, best. Just keep Let it. Let us know. Hello Tomorrow is now streaming on Apple TV+. Plus. I like my other just version keep, Just better. keep going. Keep oh, going. Uh, when we come back, something to snack on while you watch popcorn, pretzels, and more. I like that. Self Magazine has picked the best of the best, and we're going to sample them. Another voice. Oh. And then later, Chief Wiggum, we're, layer, we're layering it on in today's style file from Puffy Vest Parkage. We'll show you how to put together some classic looks. Uh, that's the longest I've ever read anything. We'll be right back. Uh, we owe you so much money, I feel like. Hey, Gazaria, ladies. Hey, Gazaria. Yes. There are over 75 million monthly Tubi viewers. That's more people than there are in France, which means Tubi is more popular than cigarettes for breakfast. It's more popular than considering iced coffee a total abomination. More popular than loving political revolutions. More popular than mer and mer somehow being different words. Tubi, it's more popular than being French. See you in there. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. This morning on Today Food, we're not cooking, we're snacking. We're already snacking. Self Magazine just released their 2023 Pantry Award winners. 57 items across categories like protein bars, pretzels, chips, and more, tested by dietitians and self-editors. Mm, I, we really have been snacking some of my teeth. <laughs> Lucky for us, we're going to sample some of them. Self-editor-in-chief Rachel Miller's here. Good morning, Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Morning. Start Hi. talking so I can get the stuff out of my teeth. Yeah, <laughs> so Thank we you. tested um, more than 400 different snacks uh, over the course of a few months. We picked the best of the best that we're super excited oh, to share today. They cover a bunch of different categories, so you've got the pasta and Starting sauce Starting with pasta, here. right. So this yep. is pa- pasta and sauce, mm-hmm. the number one, number two pairing in the world. Yeah, and part of our goal with this is just, you know, having a healthy, a healthy pantry is a stocked pantry, mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. having food in there for busy weeknights, when you're tired, you're busy, this is a great one. We've got this plant-based pasta, Zen B. It's, it's made with yellow pasta, right? It's gluten-free. Delicious. It's got a lot of protein, and it holds up to sauce, which a lot of um, gluten-free pasta will get mush- mushy really mm-hmm. quickly. This doesn't. And then we've got the Rayo's tomato sauce. Well, you can't get in there, so at least you exactly. can make it you can at have home. a taste at home. It's a legendary New York City eatery. It's so good. Um, it's really hearty texture that feels really filling with just eight ingredients. Okay, granola. I mean, this is, there's so many out there. There's so many. But Bob's Red Mill Bob's, is the winner? it was like a grocery store, you know, a staple. We were really excited to to see them take home the top prize. Um, really delicious. It's got a really great balance of sweet and salty. Um, and you can find it everywhere, which is, a, is also a huge bonus. Let's see here. Mm. That is yummy. Really good. Okay, what are these uh, these? These balls. These are the, <laughs> <laughs> the fruise balls, which um, everybody's been peeking at because they look so unusual. But they're basically kind of like an energy or protein snack, but in mm-hmm. a ball instead of a bar. And they're frozen? They can be. You can have them room temperature as well. These got rave reviews from our testers. People also really liked the packaging. Um, they like are, they store really nicely, mm-hmm. and they come in a lot of great flavors. So we've got mm. chocolate hazelnut, PB&J. Yeah, they're um, very few ingredients. Like They're kosher. They're, they're really delicious. Okay. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Plantain. So if you're in the mood for something a little saltier, we've got two great chip options. So the first is these plantain strips. Um, again, the texture is really great if you're dipping in guacamole or just having with a sandwich. They hold up really well. Um, family-owned business, which is also really nice. Yeah. And uh, then This is another family-owned business. Yes, it is. And another, uh, just a great brand and a great potato chip that comes in. A ton of really interesting flavors. So you've got chipotle barbecue, chili lime, but then also just a classic sea salt or salt and vinegar. Um, great for a party mm. or just, you know, to bring to Their a family gathering. Their tortilla chips are terrific. That's what I've heard. Allie Markowitz, our producer, just said TV bites, guys. Stop eating so much. No, no, uh, well, no. Too bad. You're not down here, Allie. We're eating. <laughs> <laughs> she wants them too. All right, pretzel sticks. These pretzel sticks, um, everyone basically was like, if you want something that has seasoning and a little kick, but you don't want your mouth mm. to be on fire, this is your choice. Again, mm. another great one to bring to a party, set out for family. Yeah, a really, just really great flavors. This is really oh, good. There's popcorn. <laughs> I see there's popcorn everywhere. Oh, yeah, the Lesser Evil Popcorn was another one. So we tested these over the holidays, so a lot of people were able to share them with their families and get their feedback as well. And this one, every tester was saying, you know, I set this out, a bowl out, it was gone by the end of the gathering. People loved this. So, um, again, comes in really great flavors, but just like a classic sea salt. What do you think makes this this popcorn so good? Well, it's air-popped, so it's got that lightness, and then they flavor it with ghee, coconut oil, um, just a touch of Himalayan pink sea salt, but then also you can get more interesting flavors if if that's your your fancy. How many people did you have testing on? We had 40 people. People total. So we have registered dietitians, enthusiastic cool. home cooks, because that's who this is for, and then self editors. So I volunteered to do the next one. This is yeah. fun. Yeah, we'll <laughs> hang you up. Cool. It was, we got a lot of products to test, so awesome. it was uh, really Thank fun. Thank you so Good much. Thank you so much for being here. Nothing like pasta, pretzel sticks, and popcorn. I know. Before, <laughs> before 10 o'clock. The three P's. The three P's. <laughs> All right, and now on to an S coming up a style file inspired by some of our own staff, including someone sitting right here. Hmm. How to rock winter legs like Al and Jacob for oh. men and women. Ooh. We'll be right back. Oh, so much of the country. Oh, oh. oh there we go. <laughs> wow. Hey. It's amazing. She's multi-talented. Instant replay. She doesn't smell, <laughs> and she's got great aim. That's and fantastic. You're never going to live that down, by the no, way. No, okay. never. And what? Our, you said and. And you have some style. Oh, okay. Oh. There you go. Much of the country getting a cold reminder this week. It is still winter, so we want to talk layering in this morning's style file. And here to show us how to pull it off, lifestyle expert Kathy Buccio. And she's doing something different this time, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. You're taking some of our Today Show favorites. Yes. And showing how to get their look. Starting with, I have to say, I will do the compliment. Okay. Mr. Roker is a very good dresser. You know, he and is he so layers classic. like no one else. He layers like yes. a pro. We call these owls classic plaza looks, right? Because the thing with layering that can happen is that you can often look like the marshmallow man. Al, that never happens to Al. Never happens to Al. So we got this first look inspired by Al and we, it's all about really being comfortable but also looking dressy and stylish and we gave Lucas here a white button down. It's not just for suits. The white button down you can wear under a great vest. We got that one at Walmart and then we layered it with the L.L. Bean puffer jacket which is lightweight but it's still going to keep you warm, right? And one of the looks I love, Al, you do this so well, is that we throw the sports coat. We were just talking about that. This sports coat, I love this elevated professional look. Kind of ties the whole look together. It's from Macy's, and I love it because he can go from the office, but he can also go maybe out after for maybe for dinner, and this look really completes it. We added the scarf, the H&M scarf, because you're never a... Uh, you love the yeah. scarf look. Love I mean, scarf. it's Japper. We have to do that. And, and <laughs> we've got one of our other staffers, uh, Matt Star Wars, who's a, a big layer as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there you see Matt. Matt sometimes gets a, li- hey. Matt gets a little carried away. 
but it's okay. No, but he looks yeah. good. Look, I'm doesn't sorry. He look good? Matt looks like hipster chic he right now. He looks like the Bendem, the Michelin. Like <laughs> no, he, so so, let's, let's go to Clavel here. So Clavel actually is we inspired we inspired Jacob by your athletic wear. Oh, I love stop it. it. Yeah, so stop don't it. don't be modest, Jacob. So we oh. love his layering look as well. This one is from Old Navy. Now the most important thing when layering is that base layer. That base layer is going to keep you warm. We do not want to overheat. So always stay away from cotton because it really comes down to the fabric. Mm -hmm. So his thermals are from Amazon. I love that. It's keeping him warm. They're fleece lined. Then we added an old navy vest as well. Sort of complement the look and the palette. And I love the jacket because the jacket is from Amazon. It's insulated. It's water resistant, waterproof. And he can he can pack it up and it comes in a little bag. So it's oh. very mobile. Yes. And I, I love this great look as well. Athletic, but we're out of the gym. And from Under Armour, the beanie that was one of the rocks, Dwayne Johnson. Oh. Approved collection. Oh, cool. So we know it's going to be good. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know who else uh, gets wrapped up in a little bag? Tom Costello. Tom yeah. Costello, he's he a, does. He's a big layer guy. That is and awesome. he is, and he actually inspired this look. So I think that might even be the same vest. We call Tom Costello uh, chic. That's the Tom that's Costello it. Yes, chic. Yes, that's okay. it. He's happy. What's Emily wearing? Well, Emily is showing us that, you know what, you do not have to sacrifice style to keep warm. She's wearing a gray sweater dress from Loft, which I it's great because you can build from that. And then we gave her a scarf. I love Jill, tell me, I love this whole, I want to belt the scarf. It, it looks very street style, right? The start is from old, I mean, from Urban Outfitters, I'm sorry. And the coat. I love a pop of color right yeah. now, mm -hmm. right? Forget right. about the jewelry weather. This is from Walmart as well. And I love how it combines. We're layering. Tights are a great layering piece, everyone. So if you have them, wear them. And love the cowboy boots because they're still in style. And we've got these from H&M as well as the belt to give a really tailored, elevated look. And I really love that. Yeah, country couture. And country, yes. when you're going to the gym. Even when you're going to the gym or maybe taking a yoga class, we want to be warm. We want to be layered. Lululemon with that buttery soft jacket. We gave her this really cute pink tone. Comes in all these different colors as well. And Atleta has these uh, power um, puffer vests, I'm sorry, that have the high collar for extra warmth. And again, insulated as well. And as well with the leggings that are super soft. And it has pockets, so you can kind of keep your essentials as well. Oh, now. Cool. If you maybe want to keep those ears warm, maybe you're having a bad hair day, not in the case of Vanessa, who's having a great hair day, we gave her the Athleta headband, which again, is great to keep warm and for looking good and stylish, whether you're in and out of the gym. Nice, right. Vanessa. Thanks, good job. Vanessa. Thank you. Yes. Thanks, guys. And thanks, thanks so much. Yeah, thank, you. Yeah. thank you, guys. I'm layering. I hope you're inspired. We yes. <laughs> and we'll be right back. If it is Friday, it's time to give our weekly round of applause to some of our Start Today walkers. Let's start off Kathy being currently a snowbird down in Alabama. All right, Kathy, taking those long Let's walks Kathy. on the beach. Kathy, Sherry says Al was her inspiration to start walking two miles a day. Sandra is getting in snowy Sandra, both of them. beautiful Wisconsin. How about Linda? Linda's doing a sprout in Pennsylvania. She's doing her workouts indoors or outdoors. And then there's Dana. Give it up for Dana. Dana! She finds beauty in every single walk she takes. If you guys want to join our Start Today Walking Challenge, be just like Mr. Roker. Sign up for our newsletter. Head to today.com slash. That's awesome. Today, wait a minute. We'll roll it back. What is it? Today.com slash start today. There you go. There hey, I hope you're having a great weekend. But in the meantime, Monday, we hope you come back for the third hour of today. Actor Suki Waterhouse is here to tell us about her highly anticipated new series, Daisy Jones and the Six. And coming up on Hoda and Jenna, how one daughter's TikTok made her dad's book a bestseller. Hey, guys, thank you so much for we love you. pinch hitting. Come so on good in. to be with love you. It. All yep. right. Have safe a great travels. weekend. And you two, safe travels back to L.A. Thank you. Have, Have a, a great, great weekend, one. everybody. Bye, guys.
There goes Jacob. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.